Welcome to the Cheyenne Vineyard Podcast, bringing you a message of hope for your everyday world. If you'd like to contact us, contact us at info at CheyenneVineyard.com. You can also find out more information about the Cheyenne Vineyard Church at CheyenneVineyard.com. Thank you and enjoy today's podcast. You've got to drop everything that you're holding on to. Because you you got to stand there and wait for instructions on what it is you can pick up again. So I think this is one of those times and seasons when the Lord to prepare us to receive more, to prepare us to be ready for the next season, he's he's asking many to drop things. And, And those might be things that are perfectly fine, but they're a distraction. They... They might be things that are not fine, and those obviously have to be dropped and, and not picked up again. But I, if, if that's you, uh, then uh, I think we're going to do some more worship. Um, can, can you grab Break Every Chain? We're going to do Break Every Chain. And we'll see where it goes from there. But hear, hear the Lord uh, in, in your own life. What, uh, part of what God is doing right now is uh, he, He's exposing what it is that's governing our, our lives. Because for, for the kingdom of God to come more, for the kingdom of heaven to come more, his government has to be established more. And, and that means in, in my life and in your life. So reflect as, as we continue to worship on... Who, who's governing? Are, are you really just governing your own life? Or are, are you letting God govern? And we, we each have to answer that question. A number of us have been following... Uh, Ruth Graham's urgent call to prayer this week. One of the things that uh, she's encouraging followers of Jesus to do was to uh, lay hold of Evan Roberts' four points that really led to the Welsh Revival. 
I'm not sure I can remember all four of those right now, so I might have to have somebody help me. But one of them was was to lay aside anything in your life that you have any question about, whether that's something you should be doing. Another one was was to be be ready to immediately obey the Holy Spirit. Who remembers the other two? <laughs> I've been reading them every day and I, I can't remember right now. <laughs> Nobody remembers. <laughs> They're on my desk in there. <laughs> yeah, all all known sin must be confessed and repented of what was the last one yeah no cloud between the believer and God immediately mm-hmm and and public confession of Christ as savior so when i saw ruth graham's call to prayer and she called it an urgent call to prayer there there is an urgency and and i don't know what that means But when we sense an urgency in our spirit to do something, we, we need to do it. And many of you know that I, I felt led by the Lord months ago to call a solemn assembly. Well, well that's, that's not a light thing. It's not a common thing. And, and so I asked the Lord for some confirmation and, and waited. And, and this week, uh, I heard Ann Graham's call, and, and then I also heard that she had delivered the message at the National Day of Prayer this year. And I, did I put a link to that in the email this week? That was powerful, and I know she had heard the same thing that I heard. And then I had gotten an email from the International House of Prayer that they were participating in Ann Graham's urgent call to prayer. And I listened to Alan Hood's message and it was one of the most powerful messages I've ever heard in my life. And I, I thought we might see that today, but it's, it's not going to happen today because it's, it's at least an hour. I think it's about an hour and six minutes. But you, you want to hear that message. And one of the things that Alan Hood brought out is that we as a nation, the believers 
in America, we, we have failed to honor our spiritual fathers. And we've, we've failed to do that by, by not listening to what our spiritual fathers have, have been saying. And he, he brought out some things that Bill Bright had said about the need for America to repent and come back to wholeheartedness before the Lord. He, he mentioned David Wilkerson and the coming judgment that he warned the church of that, that we still have not seen. And he, he mentioned a couple others. But the, the thing that, that really struck me and, and his, his whole message was, was a confirmation to me of, of what I had heard from the Lord a few months ago. That when you look at the book of Joel, it's, it's a book of um, hope in, in a sense. It's a book of impending judgment with hope. That's, that's what it really is. There, there, a preliminary judgment had come. The locusts had come and eaten everything. But there was a worse judgment yet to come. And, and the call of Joel was call a solemn assembly. Gather the elders. Let the ministers weep between the people and God. That, that it's, it's time to cry out to the Lord. And, and not just for our country, for, for ourselves individually. I mean, our... Our greatest stewardship on the earth before the Lord is for our own heart. It, it, it is the one thing that we have the greatest responsibility for before God. And when a solemn assembly is called, it, it's time to search that heart. Because things creep in. Like art taught on offense or not being offended last week. Offense comes in. Weeds grow up in, in the garden of our heart. And, and those things have to be cleaned out. So that our heart can, can be soft and open before the Lord once again. And, and that's what this is about. And, you know, may, maybe the most frightening part of Alan Hood's message was when, when he brought out Ezekiel 14. And he didn't know that 
that that is where we are. I, I don't know that that is, is where we are as a nation. But if you read Ezekiel 14, it, it talks about when, when a nation turns away from the Lord. And the judgment that may come but, but the, the most sobering part of, of that whole chapter is twice the, the Lord says, and, and even if Moses, Daniel, and Job were crying out for this nation, they would only be able to save themselves. They would not even be able to save their children. Uh, I, I don't know that that is where we are. I, I hope it's not. But I, I truly believe, listening to our spiritual fathers, that, that we are at the place of where the prophet Joel was speaking into. We, we have experienced preliminary judgments here in the U.S. If, if you've read The Harbinger, you, you have an idea of what that looks like. 9-11, Katrina, the, the tornadoes that have taken out whole communities. Uh, the Lord's been sounding alarms. And... You know from your own life that it's, it's a dreadful thing to sleep through an alarm when there were things that you had to do and people you had to see. And Well, what, what will we do with the alarms that the Lord is sounding? Uh, we individually we, we we've got to decide. But I, I I sense this this urgency to draw near to the Lord. Uh, if if your condition before the Lord is is uncertain, I. I encourage you to take care of that today to to make sure that that you're born again that your eternal destiny is is settled. But for those of us who are following the Lord, let's let's take this time and and tomorrow uh, we're we're going to Show the live video cast of, of the solemn assembly that IHOP will have from 9 to 5. And if, if you can be here, uh, I encourage you to come. If you can be here for part of it. Uh, I, I led a solemn assembly with a few other people. Uh, this, this was, wow, just about 20 years ago. And it, it changed the course of 
my life. Joy and I's life together. A solemn assembly will, will do that. So pray for me this week. I'll be speaking with some other pastors about holding a, a combined solemn assembly here for the church in Cheyenne. Religion is, is not going to cut it. it. It's not been cutting it. One of the things that struck me as I read the book of Joel this week was the fact that the, the joy had departed from, from the sanctuary. If, if our hearts are not in this, if our hearts are not engaged fully with the Lord, the, the joy will not be there. But as, as we fully engage with the Lord and, and we receive his instruction, we, we receive just being in his presence, the joy will return. So, these, these are not normal days. These, these are not normal times that we're in. The, the book of Joel starts out, have, has anything like this ever happened in our day? No, we've, we've never seen anything like this. So, my, my encouragement is the, the Lord is, is beckoning us to, to him. He's, he's calling us to wholeheartedness. And I, and I am not alone, but I... I sense an urgency in that call. So I, I encourage you to take some time. Uh, if, if you've not looked at Ann Graham's 777 urgent call to prayer, uh, Look, look at that material. Every day for the last six days, she, she's had uh, a page of confession for each person participating to, to go through before the Lord. And it's been some powerful stuff. No, nobody can do this for you. You, you can't ride on anybody's coattails into 
what the Lord is offering. So, uh, heed the urgency. Take the time. Seek the Lord. Draw near to him. He says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Those who seek will find. Knock and the door will be opened. Father, I thank you for your great mercy. I thank you that it's not too late for us to draw near. It's not too late for us to cry out for mercy. You, you are the only hope of our city, of our nation, of us individually. So, Father, I ask for a release of your grace to be upon us, to seek your face, to draw near to you, to sit in your presence, to receive, to lay down what needs to be laid down, and to represent you well in, in these days. Lord, draw us to yourself. Draw us nearer to one another. Strengthen us in our inner being, in our spirit. Align us with you. And restore our joy in your presence. For the glory of your Son. That he might receive the full reward for his suffering. And Lord bless in Jesus' name. Amen.